welcome to Fempowerly, where Christina and Michelle dish out life hacks to inspire your every day. Today, we're going to talk about loving your body now. Yeah. And it's, it's been a minute since we recorded, so it we're going to just like feel well, our way right through it. Yeah. Okay. Jumping on the bike. So you gave a really good statistic to kind of open this up. Do you want to share what it is? Yeah. So I was doing a little research because I thought, you know, after all the years I've been working with women and I found them saying the same thing I would say, which is, oh, I'm not going to get anything until I lose this pound, you know, this much weight or whatever. And nobody seems to, yes. I mean, you being in photography as well, it's like we we obsess over not being in the body we think we're supposed to be in. And then we almost punish ourselves in the process. And I, so I thought, I wonder if there's any studies that have been done and over 85, 84% of women are unhappy with their bodies. Mm -hmm. And I thought it's a worthy topic. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. 84% of people literally saying that they, they really don't love the way that they look. Yeah. And that's, and that's the people that admitted it. (laughs) Right. That's true. That's really true. And I feel like, you know, depending on the day, like you could catch somebody and be like, no, yeah, I'm fine. And the next day it could be like totally different. Uh But why do you think that that is like a statistic that high? What could make women literally not love themselves that much? Or I'm sorry, like a majority of women. Yeah. Well, I feel like, and, and maybe there's more research done on the change in history, but don't you feel like it's probably largely due to social media, you and know, women. like just images that are coming at us left and right, none of which are most of the time 100%, you know, real, um, right. probably less real than we even realize. It's, I mean, I feel like it's pretty phenomenal that you can go on an app, a free app, mm-hmm. take a photo of yourself and literally change almost everything about the way that you look yeah. in a matter of seconds. And we almost have gotten to a point. I don't know if men are the same, but I can speak for like a lot of the women that I know, a filter, mm-hmm. almost changing eye color, adding some makeup. Like it just has gotten to the point where sometimes like I'll take a photo, like a selfie and I don't want to see myself unfiltered. It's so true. And I think it's because we're so, you know, years ago we didn't feel that way, but I think it's because we're so used to seeing filtered pictures of everybody. And so we're so used to seeing flawless skin or whatever. Brighter eyes, bigger lips. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I know for me, I love something that has that soft glow on it. Mm -hmm. I just love it because it's something, I just feel like it takes the edge off. I feel like in like old school, like the way that you morphed your body was you that or you would hold the phone up Or hold it up. Yeah. Good lighting always. Yeah. Good lighting and hold it up. But now like any photo, you just take a couple of little clicks and you can change anything that you want. But with that also comes like this psychological switch of, I am not good enough the way that I am. Yeah. I have to change myself. Yeah. And I think it would be, it wouldn't have gotten to this point if maybe the only filter that was ever available was just something that made a little light glow cast on there. Mm -hmm. You know, years ago they used to put Vaseline on the lens or whatever, just to get that softness. But, you know, 
it never remains there. It's always, no. and now, like you said, you know, you can make your nose longer, your lips bigger, your eye color change. It doesn't even look like you anymore. No. Yeah. So you can contour everything, mm-hmm. make yourself taller and taller. Yeah. So it, it's definitely, definitely, yeah. I think a big part of it for sure. It's definitely, I feel like created a lot of body dysmorphia and what people like when you can't look at yourself and see yourself without a filter and like tolerate your appearance that's really problematic to self-esteem mm-hmm. i know uh, plastic surgeons even say women come there and say i want to look like i do in my instagram filter right like the ones that change their face it's and crazy yeah yeah so. so i mean you can't obviously change the ways of like we can't social stop media. it <laughs> that's just gonna be there but we you- live in this world can certainly like anything else. I mean, we train ourselves in so many ways. We train ourselves to eat differently. We train ourselves to think differently in different aspects of life. We train ourselves and our bodies with weights, etc. So you can train your mind to remember, like you don't have to be filtered. Yes. Like, and you should really be okay with your unfiltered self. Yes. I think filters are fun and it's great if you are in a bind and you would like a little color or a little this or a little that, but it can be a little scary when you're every day changing yourself and you become unokay with the unfiltered version. Yeah. So I guess we could, one, one thing we could try is to like sprinkle in some unfiltered. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I'm always like the doable. What's really doable? Like, you know. Well, what's reason? Like, what are people realistically going to do? Exactly. Am I going to wake up every day and be like, this is Never again. I'm never going to use a filter again. No. 100% not. I mean, but should it be okay to take a selfie with your kids or your friends and not Not. have a filter and just be like, you know, happy in the moment and fine with yourself? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... That's just really a healthy mindset. Absolutely. And if you can't see yourself without a filter or changing yourself, that's kind of scary. Yeah. You know, to your self-esteem, I would think. Yeah, it would be like a red flag that you need, like maybe we need to pull it back in a little. I feel like there's so, so many unrealistic expectations too. Like you see, I mean, we've always seen famous people looking gorgeous. That's... Oh, that's been around forever. Mm -hmm. But now you see people that have, you know, so much more access to things that normal everyday people just don't. And not only do they have access to that, but they're still editing and changing themselves. They're still editing it, yeah. So there has to be some recognition that some of these beauty standards are not real. Mm -hmm. They're not even attainable. Like it's attainable through computer software, Mm -hmm. but it's not. And you'd look like that too. If you were doing those, those editing things and all of that. So anybody can look like that. Anyone can, but it's not real. Mm -hmm. And so if you're trying to be something that's not even attainable, you're really doing yourself a huge disservice. Oh, psychologically, just all through and through. Yeah, it affects how you feel about yourself, for sure. So how do we... Obviously, we can't change everything, and there's going to be a little bit of that, and we just have to be aware of it, but there's got to be some things that we can do to kind of, like, help ourselves maintain our confidence without feeling like we're not good enough and comparing. So, you know, what are some of those things? I feel like we should talk about that. Yeah, I feel like so like editing, uh, our influences. So for instance, if you're on a diet, you're not going to go to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning and go, 
or I'm just gonna Dunkin get a Donuts. coffee. <laughs> exactly. You're not gonna like drive in there every day for your coffee and look at the donuts. You may go through the drive-through for your coffee, but you're not gonna look at it. But no. yet we do that every day. So maybe cleaning out, you know, the the influences that we're folk that we have coming at us every day that maybe make us feel that way. We either know they're overly edited mm-hmm. or they're just way far away from where our, you know. Yeah. Like really tailoring your social media to be something that's helpful to you yeah. versus something that's going to make you scroll and feel bad about yourself yeah. immediately. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, we all want to be inspired, but not something that's unachievable or not something that's just beyond, you know, that's right. not inspiring. That's, there's nothing good that's going to come of seeing that on a regular basis. I think too, like the majority of us when we're scrolling and you just see like for me, like you see one beautiful picture of, you know, a woman who's over 40 years old and she's just doing all the things and she looks amazing. She's had five kids and what all the things uh-huh. and you automatically compare yourself to her, feel bad for a minute. You hold that inside and you forget everything that went into that photo. Mm-hmm. And as a photographer, I can tell you, I see beautiful people every single day. Like everybody that comes into my studio, I really do think that everybody has beautiful qualities. But in a photo shoot, we amplify the beautiful qualities. Mm-hmm. We push to the side like the things that we don't want to focus on because we want that picture to literally resonate beauty and confidence and all the things, right? And that's the picture that gets posted, not the 30 other outtakes that didn't yeah. make the cut. And we don't see that. So you're scrolling through and you're just immediately like, wow, she's, you know, my age or she's older or whatever. And she's so much better. And she didn't just sit on the couch and go like this and it happened. (laughs) It didn't. But that's not what your brain clicks to. Your brain clicks to like, she's better than me and I am doing something wrong. And there's something wrong with me. I love how you worded it. And it made me think of um, another point. And you were saying that in a photography session, you know, you're not worried about the stuff we're trying not to, you're only amplifying the good and focusing on it and highlighting it and this and that. And mentally we should do that for ourselves yeah. as well. I think that was one of the things we were talking about as, or we were talking about mentioning is like, but I love the, the idea of think of yourself as a photographer mm-hmm. for yourself. Oh, hundred percent. And think of yourself, you know, in that way where you're highlighting those good things. Right. Well, it's funny because most of the time, like clients will come in and it doesn't even matter what type of session that it is. They'll come in and they will immediately say like, I don't like this and I don't like that. And I don't like this. And the whole thing that we flip is okay. That's fine. What do you like? What is it that you see about yourself that you like? And once you start making a list of things that you like about yourself, it is very easy to tune into that play those things up. Mm -hmm. And then when you see like different aspects, like a photo of yourself or you see yourself in the mirror, you've, you've built your mind to see those things instead of the things that you don't like. And people will come back and they'll see their photos and they, they love them. And it's not, they're good photos, but it's, it's not about hiding. It's about shining. And it's because we played on the things the that they wanted to see and the mm-hmm. things that they liked. So they immediately see that and they're like, wow, okay. Yeah, I do look good. Well, yeah. And this is what everybody else sees. And that's you. Yeah. 
Right. It's not a manipulation. It's not changing right. you. This is what everybody else sees. And this is what you need mm-hmm. to see. Because if you were more, you know, if you were to see that, you'd be more confident. Yeah. And it's just restructuring your brain. Absolutely. Like anything else. Yeah. Or even a mental um, resume, you know, mm-hmm. on your resume, you don't highlight all the stuff no. that didn't really, any, you know, nothing impressive. You play up the good stuff yeah. that you've done. So so really, if you could just find look that at little yourself trick that and look in the mirror and do that same idea... Every day that you look in the mirror, you have that list, even if it's like just taped onto your mirror, like Mm -hmm. these are the qualities that I really like about myself Mm -hmm. and, and focus on those. Uh, Yep. So, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else that you would say as far as like, like absorbing compliments? I mean, I'm so quickly, like if somebody says, Oh, I like whatever. And I just thank you. And I don't think a thing of it ever again, but if somebody were to say something negative or if I felt like something was criticized, whatever, I will carry that to my deathbed. You oh, know? Sure. I mean, we just hold on to those. They always say it takes seven positives to negate a negative or something, but it's, it's our choice what we let live up in here. So why do we throw the, con- like, why do we, we throw the good stuff out to? so fast and we let the bad stuff in and stay? Yeah. I mean, my husband will give me five compliments, but I will sure enough remember the one time he will be like, I don't really love that outfit. And I'll hold All that. We'll think about he I didn't love that. I will hold that, and- <laughs> that he does not love that outfit versus the 17 yes. times that he said something about all the other things. Yes. And it's, if, if you could just flip it. Yeah. If we could become more conscious when those things are happening, we yeah. can we can flip it. It just takes practice. Well, you can give power to whatever you want to give power to. Mm-hmm. So if we really thought about it like that, why would you ever give power to something that yeah. makes you feel bad? Right. We've just kind of fallen into it. So we got to climb out. I feel like too, like some of us generationally were okay. raised on like the idea that vanity is not okay. And it's not vanity. Confidence is not vanity. Confidence is really a staple for life. Yeah. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Yes. Yeah. Right. And I feel like if you have a little bit of confidence, it really does change the way, you know, the way that you feel and the way that you approach everything. So you're doing yourself a really big disservice if you latch onto everything negative and you don't you know, see the beauty in yourself in some fashion. So true. It's so true. Cause confidence is your belief in your gifts and the good attributes about yourself. Mm-hmm. And you project that energy of your belief in that. And no one else is going to believe it if you know, and somehow we, we do, we send this energy of that. So yeah. we have to be the one to make sure we're sending that message. hundred percent. So I mean, I feel like this is like just a part one to maybe a little bit of a series because loving yourself and loving your body. I mean, I feel like we've talked about it a few times and we apply talking about it a few times more. Yeah. But like the small thing is just kind of, I think, reframing your mind and Mm -hmm. learning how to adjust yourself to see the positive Mm -hmm. and give that energy. Yeah. We're going to have new thought patterns when it comes to how we feel about ourselves. I think so too. So I love it. I don't know. We're drinking water today. Yeah. Nothing as exciting as Michelle and Christina are working on themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Cheers. At least we're all color coordinated. There you go. All right. Thanks for listening in. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at fem.powerly. 